0: This episode is marked for sensitive content. Check content warnings in the episode description before listening. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. We were dating for just about a year. We had so much in common. I get a call. He's calling me up, so obviously I answer like, hey, like, what's up? And it wasn't him. It's a woman on the phone. She proceeds to tell me that she is his ex-girlfriend, and she told me they've been communicating for the past couple weeks. I'm in total shock. She was at his house. I guess I'm going over there right now. Yeah, I would say the last person you want to call you is your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Hey, what's up? It's Abby from The Breakup Breakdown. Welcome back to another episode. This is the podcast that gets to the bottom of those messy breakups you want to know more about. Could be that girl you follow from high school who deleted all of her engagement photos out of nowhere, or maybe it's something you saw on TikTok that you thought would be a good story and you want more details on it. It could even be your own breakup story you want to tell. Whatever it is, we love hearing the story and getting some good lessons along the way. If you've got a suggestion for the podcast, head down to the episode description. You'll find a submission form link there. And while you're down there, be sure to check out the details for the Breakup Breakdown podcast brunch. It's going down on September 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia. And also, if there's a certain part of the interview that you'd like to jump to, I always put timestamps in the episode description. Hey, heartbreakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Breakup Breakdown. Thank you for tuning in. Seriously, for real, like if this is like a good part of your day, a good part of your morning, just the fact that you tune in to listen, it's... Really cool. Thanks for hanging out. So this week, we've actually got a self-submission. I got a DM from somebody who was like, dude, I found out my ex was cheating on me from his ex-girlfriend. And then I said, you have my attention. But before we get into that, wanted to let you know what domestic violence shelter we are raising awareness for this week. If you're new to the podcast, every week we give a different shelter a shout out. So you know how you can help out if you feel called to do so. So this week, we're shouting out New Beginnings in Seattle, Washington. They're the only full service agency in Seattle whose primary mission is to serve domestic Violence Survivors. Again, for all those details on how you can donate your time, money, or resources, or if you just want to check them out, head to our episode description. Also, as I mentioned before, the Breakup Breakdown Brunch is September 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia. Tickets are available for $50. That includes brunch food and also a little live podcast. It's going to be a blast. Come hang out, meet me, and some of the other voices you've probably heard on the podcast if you're a longtime listener. Okay, so let's get into this week's episode. So I got a DM, and my normal way of getting Submissions, even though there's not really there's not like a normal way, but I typically just look through my submission form. Again, as I mentioned, it's in the episode description, and it's usually a little bit of me doing investigating and DMing someone or emailing them. But this time, I got a DM, and this person didn't really give me much details. They're like, "Hey, would love to chat about coming on the podcast," and I was like, "Cool, let's set a time and let's get to it." And so before we even get on the Zoom call, I actually got to look through this person's Instagram because I got a DM from this person on Instagram, and you know those people. That that just look fun. You know, like every photo, they're in a new city or a new place or a bar every weekend, just fun vibes. So I'm looking at this girl. I'm like, who would do her wrong? She looks like a blast. And I'm already like pissed off for her. Like, where he at? What did he do wrong, you know? So we end up hopping on the Zoom call, the chat details. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. But like, (laughs) I found out my boyfriend cheated on me from a phone call. And I was like, what do you mean? And she told me that her now ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend was over at his house and rang her up. And the ex-girlfriend was the one to tell her, not only was the ex-girlfriend not aware that they were together, but the ex-girlfriend had uncovered all this other unsavory behavior. And I'm like, oh, so you broke up with him after that? And she said, nope, there's a lot much more to the story. I had to learn a lot of lessons. And I was like, well, perfect. Let's chat about it and get to the bottom of everything we break down this week's breakup. We met on Hinge. But we actually went to the same like elementary and middle school, or from the same town. Um, but we managed to somehow like never meet each other, or like never even know who each other was. We're only like a grade apart. You know, our first date was incredible. It literally couldn't have gone any better. We had so much in common and it was really just like an instant spark. It already had felt like I had known him for years basically. So you guys had a little bit of a history. Do you remember ever having a crush on him at any point? Like I know I look back on people I know from high school and I'm like oh my gosh like I was so cute. So I literally did not know who he was like no idea and like him the same to me. I knew who a lot of his friends were And, like, I had classes with some of his friends, but, like, him himself, I had no idea who he was. I actually, while we were dating, we found each other in the yearbook. He did not look the same. He glowed up. He definitely glowed up. I mean, but he was definitely a little different. I respect it. I respect it. I mean, I definitely don't look the same. I mean, I look similar, but not the same. I just got my new license, and what was so triggering was I showed them my my old license, and they go, "You look nothing like this." And I'm like, "Is that a compliment?" That's I don't know how to take this. Okay, so you guys date for how long? Give me kind of a quick overview. We were dating for just about a year. Uh, we broke up basically a month before our anniversary. Oh wow. Okay, so I mean, it's a pretty significant amount of time. So when did you kind of notice things were off, or did it kind of unravel towards the end? I would say in the last three months is when things really started to go down. Now looking back, um, there were definitely some red flags that I should have maybe paid attention to more. What were some of those red flags? Well, you know, we had a few disagreements and like differences in like the ways we communicate, but like nothing I could really pick on like as a true problem. When we first started dating, I do recall my mom and my best friend both like, kind of came to me and like asked me to like, hey, like, is he like kind of a little controlling? I was like, no, no way. But basically he didn't want me talking to certain people, even though like I assured him, like there was definitely not a problem with it. I'm honest. I had a very cordial relationship with my ex before him it's not that we would talk all the time or anything but like if someone's gonna hit me up how are you i'm gonna answer and like that's it he didn't like that he didn't really want me talking to any guys in general so yeah so there was that he had a big issue with me working. He wanted me to quit my job. He didn't really understand that I had to adhere to a nine to five schedule. He, he made me feel like crazy for doing that. What do you mean you can't go somewhere at two o'clock on Thursday? And it's just like, well, what do you mean? And how did he expect you to pay for your life? Like, is he does he have a lot of money? Was he going to support you? So he like basically suggested that. And I was just like, um, that's not really going to work. At least not at this stage in my life. We're not married. We have no legal ties. I really love my job. It's Pretty much my dream job. I never thought I would be in it, and I am. Obviously, there's days where you're like, I don't know if my job. You know, overall, like, I love my job. I love everyone I work with. Kind of just bigger picture. I grew up with a single mother. I was always taught to have a plan B. Well, it's also, I think it's really interesting that your friends formed it as a question. Instead of being like, you need to dump this guy, he's controlling you. They asked you as a way for you to really think about his behavior. Because everything you're telling me, I'm like, that sounds textbook. He wants to control you. He wants to, you to quit your job. He wants to financially support you. He doesn't want you talking to certain people. And I think we can all agree that in relationships, we pick and choose what we tell our friends and family when issues arise. I'm sure if they hold the, heard the full story at all times, they may have come to me with a more serious tone. But we want to paint the best picture of our significant another to the people around us, because. You know, we want everyone to like each other. Exactly. Okay, so you start noticing these red flags, but when do things start to really get bad? So there was an incident. Oh, the incident. Tell me about the incident. He had gone out to dinner with one of his buddies he was visiting in town. I was leaving the following morning or the following day to go come down to Florida. I was going to see my grandparents and then we were going on vacation and that's like what was going on. And so... Uh, at around like 9 30 10 o'clock he was like outside there he's like hey like where are you at and I was just home I answered him I'm like hey like I'm just chilling at the house what's up he didn't respond about like 30 minutes after that we shared each other's location just because not in like a weird way just if you're coming to pick me up I don't want to ask where you are like just I can find you About 30 minutes after that, I call him and he doesn't answer. And then I just like go to see where he's at. And it's just he's home. So I'm like, oh, probably had one too many drinks. Passed out. And then 30 minutes after that, I get a call. Oh, no. And it's a call from him. He's calling me up. So obviously, I answer like, hey, like, what's up? And it wasn't him. Keep in mind, this is from his phone. It's a woman on the phone genuinely at first i was like oh who's playing a prank on me like this is a joke she's like are you sitting down and i'm like oh my god like he's not okay like something happened at the restaurant like he collapsed like he's not okay and i'm just like yeah like what's going on she proceeds to tell me that she is his ex-girlfriend and that she was at his house and was talking to him throughout the night. And she told me they've been communicating for the past couple of weeks. And she has also seen, because she's on his phone, clearly. Mm-hmm. She has also seen that he was DMing other girls on Instagram. No. I'm in total shock. Mm-hmm. I, like, I couldn't even speak. Like, my heart beating out of my chest. I'm just like, this is not real. Did like, you see this coming at all? Did he ever have a no. context about his ex-girlfriend? Nope. How long did he date this ex? Well, so I found out more later on. I found out later that they were kind of like on and off for like four years. But I really hadn't heard much about her. Like I'd heard her name before, but like not much. I've heard a lot more about a previous ex. As far as like expecting like cheating or any sort of stuff like that. No, because he was very clear with me that like that is not something he messes with he trusts loyalty all the jargon and just especially in the fact that he didn't want me talking to other people so you would assume the same would be your sick. yeah well he was saying that to you basically projecting all of his fears that you would be going out and doing that because he's like well i'm doing it so listen i don't know anything like I, i i'll never know all the details but i'm pretty sure i want to assume then none of this was happening Happening prior to then. That's why even when I got this call, I was just like, and when I would tell my friends, I'd be like, when does he have the time? You're with him all the time. Okay, so you get this jarring call from his ex-girlfriend. Do you immediately go into panic mode? Are you like, I'm done with this guy? What did you do? She was like, well, she was like, do you have any questions? And I was like, questions? I got hella questions. I was like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what's going on right now. And she's like, listen, take my number down. If you think about anything, like, just call me or text me whatever so immediately after i called bestie obviously and i was just like oh my god this just happened what do i do and she was like text the girl ask the rec- for the receipt i was like okay i will and which i did the proof was in the screenshots then i pulled bestie and i'm like okay oh, yeah, i got screenshots like da-da-da-da-da. i'm like what do i do keep in mind i'm leaving the next day i have a full work day i haven't packed yet I just genuinely did not have time to deal with this the next day. She was like, you got to go over there right now. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going over there right now. Louie, going over there right now with knowing that like the ex-girlfriend was there? No, she had texted me. She was like, I love. Okay, okay, okay. Just to preface, I forgot to mention. She, the whole reason she had called me, well, I found this out later, but the whole reason she had called me was because she had kind of my bra under his pillow. Gotcha. So how did she figure out that you guys were... A couple because maybe she just thought like, oh, he's hooking up with some other girl. I found out later that they had met two weeks prior to that. They met up for coffee and he told her about me and he was like, yeah, like I'm dating this girl, but I think I'm going to break up with her because I really think she's a gold digger. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't track, but I'm right. Remember, remember the part where he wanted me to quit my job and yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. And so I went over there. I woke him up. And I was like... You woke him up like you banged on the door and woke him up? Or are you like, oh, no, I have a key to his house because I am his fucking girlfriend. Okay, so you go in and you like shake him like real aggressive. He had given me a key like two or three weeks into dating. That's bizarre. I go in, I wake him up. And I'm like, hey, baby. I was like, I need to I need to talk to you. And he was like... And I was like, no, you need to get up right now. He was like, what's up? And I was like, is there anything you need to tell me? And he was like, no, like what's going on? And I was like, why did Blank call me from your phone tonight? And then he woke up. Yep, I would hope so. So, you know, we proceeded to have like a full drawn out whatever conversation. He was really pretty twisted still. Mm -hmm. So for like about an hour, I was like, nothing is sitting at my phone right now. Like, I'm just gonna head out. I decided that, sorry, that was my email, that this was gonna be something I was gonna try and work through. Me felt like, a really out of character moment and I can understand maybe falling into old ways and everyone's allowed to make a mistake. I've made my fair share of mistakes and everything and like it's really about how you mend and going forward from my perspective at least. Granted I didn't know all the details at the time but uh, you know he assured me we didn't do anything. She came over. Oh she also he also said that she was suicidal and was literally gonna kill herself. Uh, Of course he wouldn't say that. Any excuse yeah. to make it seem like it'd be okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was the incident. Okay, so you decide you're gonna work through it. So you're like, okay, hopefully things will get better. Did you not? Did you never ask the ex girlfriend if they hooked up, or is that coming? She had like hit me up a couple times after the call. I was like, hey, like, do you want to talk about anything? Do you want to talk about anything? I was like, I just don't want to engage in this like messy situation. I'm gonna choose to believe this person that has you know, been such a great person to me and I don't really want to get in this messy he said, she said thing because in my mind, he just said she's literally killing herself. She's suicidal. Like in my mind, she could have been making all this stuff up. Looking back, definitely not. But at the time, I'm like, if she's like calling her ex, like after years to like try and say she's going to kill herself, like she must be crazy. Like she doesn't even know what's going on. Okay, so you choose to believe him, but I'm assuming there's something that's gonna come along the way that's gonna make you decide to not believe him. So basically, right after this happened, you know, I was in a very confusing state. I was just like, all this just came crashing. It was the least expected thing I could have had happen. And it took me like a good like two weeks, I'd say, to like really move past it and like think positively. And I met him in Vegas shortly after I went to like LA in between. We were there for two days. We had an incredible time. We talked about everything, each other's expectations. And in my mind, we were in a good place. Okay. Like, yeah, the trust needed to be built. But like, I was confident that like we were going to get to that. Because of this lack of trust, you know, there were times where I would get a little finger happy on the iPad. We're just going to keep in mind this man after this happened was like, look through my things look through my things i promise like you can look through anything when he said that was i don't want stuff. i don't want to have to look through your stuff but you know i'm there let me just get a little scrolly and so then i saw a text of him texting one of the girls from the dms of that night and i brought it to him and i was like i thought i made my boundaries pretty clear but i don't like this and you know continued to give me all the right excuses like Oh, like, I thought she was inviting Nate to a group thing. She's friends with everyone, whatever. And I was like, okay, but, like, just know going forward, that's not full. We're not allowing that. You don't want me to talk to certain people? I don't want you to talk to certain people about One morning about, like, a month ago, everything was normal. Honestly, everything was great. You know, we were having a typical morning. He was in the shower. I was trying to log on to my work portal, like on my phone. I had to like look into a discount for a family member and it wasn't working. So I'm like, okay, let me try on another device. I go on the iPad, try to log on to the portal. It's still not working. So whatever. Now I'm on the iPad. Now let's have some fun. I'm just, you know, doing my due diligence, checking out on Holloway people and that's all good until I see a text and it's a text conversation between him and some girl while he was in, In Nashville for a bachelor party. I realized upon looking through the text that. He had masked with this girl on a dating app on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah. And keep in mind, he came back from this Nashville trip mad at me because we had gone into a little argument prior to him leaving on Valentine's Day, which is like a whole other thing. We're not even going to get into it. He came back mad at me because I was out with my friends. I had called him right before I left and told him everything I was doing, who I was going to be with, all that. Not in like a weird way, just like, oh, this is what I'm doing tonight, da if I don't get to talk to you. At around 11:30 30 p.m., I stop answering my phone because I know that my friend's having a good time. Phone's on in the bag. I'm living in the mold And if he really, really needed me, he has my best friend's phone number. But whatever, he comes back mad at me for that. So then I see this tag. I'm now realizing that he was no longer falling into old ways, but rather making a series of choices. You know? It's one thing for someone to hit you up and you to answer, but you are downloading the app, making a profile, swipe, swipe, switching to a phone number. Just, you know, the vibes. And so I confronted him about it immediately. Normally I would let sit, let him marinate, whatever. But I was like, no, I'm going to just come right out. And I was like, hey, like, do you want to explain to me like why you're on a dating app? on February 15th, he somehow tried to turn it around and blame it on me. He was like, well, you know, ever since everything's happened, you haven't been acting the same and you're not giving me everything I need in a relationship. So I felt the need to seek it out elsewhere. Da, 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 da. Is he talking about sex? Is he talking about emotional intimacy? What's he getting at? Yeah, I was asking a little different. Yeah, your ex-girlfriend called me from your phone. What does you want me to do? So he blames it on you and you're just like, okay, bye, buddy. Like, this is ridiculous ridiculous I'm over this well you know we proceed to have like a multiple hour sit down talk through whatever and I'm just telling him, I'm just like I don't even think you like me because if you did like why would you be doing this Clearly, you don't fucking respect me or our relationship because if you did like this wouldn't be happening after that we like had decided to like sit on it for like a week let's separate think about what we really want here you think about if we want to be in a relationship, that alone, and that if you want to be in one with me, all of that, and keep in mind, all these other instances that had happened, I like straight up would say to him, I'd be like, listen, if you're not all in on this, like, that's okay. I'll be upset for a little bit, but like, I'll get over it. Just like, tell me, I'll be fine. Just tell me. And so we sat this week of whatever. In that time, I like met with some friends and my one friend was like, you got to talk to the ex-girlfriend. You got to find out what really happened. And I texted her, I was like, hey, like, can we chat? I just like need to talk to these things and she calls me and I had learned that they did in fact sleep together that night and that you know the whole I'm breaking up with her she's a gold digger mm-hmm. and basically once I heard that I was like all right I have way too much respect for myself to allow any more of this to continue But good for you because I mean you would be surprised sometimes I'll be even listening to my friends and they'll be saying kind of the same stuff that you're saying where it's just like does he like you? Do you like him? You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like this. Even though it took two times for it to happen, at least you recognize me. I think that takes so much courage to say, no, like, I actually respect myself way more than this. So I'm bouncing. Uh-huh. So has that been easy for you or have you been tempted to go back to him? Was it so easy to fall back into old habits just because it seems like the more comfortable thing to do at the time? Later that week, I went to his house to, like, pick up my stuff and the Fucking loser, he is. He had his cleaning lady put my stuff in a bag and all of that. And I was just like, okay, bro, she's an idiot. She'd have to have his stuff in there too. His limited edition golf stuff. Oh, well. Since then, I've definitely been tempted to talk to him, call him everything, but I think it was more based out of habit. I mean, I woke up that Sunday morning when I found the dating app tops, not thinking I was breaking up with my boyfriend. I genuinely thought the opposite. It was just kind of a weird shift in going from talking to someone all day every day and like literally planning my whole life around him Mm -hmm. to just sign that. Yeah, I was a mess. I was a train wreck. I mean, I flew straight down to Florida but I was like, you gotta get out of there. Like, who cares? Just get on the flight tomorrow. And I flew down here. I was miserable for like two weeks. And then, they always say it just stinks long. Then I ended up with an accent and made out with him and now I'm good. Really, that's secure for all breakups. I truly wish every person that's come on my podcast, like I wish I could send them a PR box but instead of a PR box, it's just like a rich Italian man with abs who will feed them grapes and wine and yeah. get a good make out <laughs> that's all it really takes sometimes yeah i met up with my friend she just moved down to florida and we were going out that night and like literally right before we went out i was like crying and then she's like all right come on let's go out let's have a drink no expectations like let's just have fun whatever and we're at this outdoor bar thing and this hot ass colombian is giving me eyes and i'm like yeah, I'm going on a second date with him on Sunday. He'd send me down. Wait, we love this. Shut up. That's why you're in Florida. He blew you down. So not only is he hot and has an accent, he also is financially stable enough to fly you down. Yes, he's very successful. Is he a businessman? He does real estate and private equity. Oh my gosh. No, that's so exciting. You'll have to keep us updated on whether or not this goes anywhere or whether. Yeah, I mean, did this lot man fly me down for a date? Yes. Do I have to other dates this week? Yes. their dates with? Just like people. Whenever. Are they like casual or do you think they're going to go somewhere? No, they're casual. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's fair. The casual dating queen. We love that for Yes, I know. Here's my question for you though. Is this a coping mechanism for you or do you really feel like you've moved past it? Kind of both. I think in the grand scheme of things, I was really upset, but it was more just like, I think I was upset just in my change sudden change of lifestyle i would not want to go back to that in a million years at least once i'm out of it i realize all of the shitty stuff that was going on and like i was just pushing it to the side because like when so nice to me oh my god did all this stuff for me but like it all really came at a price and it was like my fucking sanity the Three months where like all this stuff was going down i was going insane it was affecting my work it was affecting like just my general like vibe in how i was talking with my friends my family like i just didn't want to do anything because i was just low-key miserable but like was putting on a front that i was fine you know i i thought i was gonna marry this guy like i really did even my family thought it he put up such a fucking front To my parents, to my siblings, to everything, like and it was just like all smoke and mirrors and so like now out of it like the hair is clear and I'm just like okay so I think what you said earlier about how difficult it was to go from talking to somebody every day and thinking they were going to be in your life for an extended period of time and then it just being silent I think that's incredibly relatable I think everybody has gotten to a point where whether they've gotten out of a relationship or they've just stopped talking to somebody that they've been chatting with for a while and for your dating life to just go dead silent I mean that's like a jarring thing what was helpful for you like was there something you would tell yourself or like an affirmation or just like how did you get through that silence it was definitely helpful that i came down here and i was with my mom and she just kind of let me talk her ear off and you know she went through a similar situation with like a narcissist manipulating controlling kind of guy so she was able to relate to that and like kind of like bounce off of me and just be like Allie, like this is what was going on like you're just realizing it now It was nice to, like, get back into work with, like, a clear head rather than having a breakdown at any moment. And honestly, the Florida sun cures all. I can attest to that as a former (laughs) former Floridian. Well, Floridian, but now not in Florida. Georgia sun doesn't hit quite as hard. Anybody who's going through a breakup where they're not with the person anymore that they thought they were going to get married to. They're dealing with that existential crisis of, oh, I thought this was going to be the next 70 years of my life and now I don't even speak to this person. What would you say to somebody going through that? Something that I had to do, well, he did it kind of for me, but he basically like next day deleted me on everything. And I was still looking at things because I'm crazy. Like about a week or two after, I was like, all right, I need to just cut it, pull the plug every night. And so I deleted all of that. I'm very into Vanderbilt Rules and with all of the drama going on right now, miss lala kent is speaking directly to me so if you are dealing with a person like this listen to lala's podcast because she will get you the fuck out of it what's something that she said that's really helped you through this oh my god i wish i could pull the exact quote but she just kind of had like this quote talking about narcissists and just like once you start seeing these signs just fucking run they will chew you up and spit you out and like i can speak to that and she's just like a bad bitch she tells it like it is. Moral of the story just channeling your inner bad bitch and go on a date with a hot Colombian guy. I dealt with this with my last bring up too. The first guy that I made out with after was a hot French guy. So, hot guy with an accent. Here is all wounds. On this Thursday's breakdown bonus episode, my friend Kennedy and I are gonna be talking about healthy and unhealthy boundaries. Sometimes people use boundaries to manipulate you and sometimes boundaries are a good thing. We're gonna break down some of the boundaries that were healthy and unhealthy in this relationship and also talk about our own experiences. I'll see you whenever you decide to tune in next.